Welcome to 7 Days to Play, your weekly mobile gaming review program. I am Sam. And I'm Edwin. Each week we challenge one another to play a new mobile game. And this week it fell to me and I chose my... (laughs) I was going to say Banana Shooty Man. That's not right. My friend Pedro, colon, ripe for revenge. So there is another game called My Friend Pedro. Mm -hmm. Full stop. Yes. Without Without the full stop. Without the full stop, and I believe that is the Steam. Uh, it's a yes. Steam game. So there's a right. Steam version. There's also, you know, it's avail- it's available for the Switch and other consoles. But yeah, mm. uh, I believe the full title of that one, and I don't know if this is true, but it's my friend Upon- Pedro, Blood, Bullets, Bananas. Ah, uh, I think Ripe for Revenge is a slightly better name. I'm going to say. Uh, my friend Pedro Colon, a ripe for revenge, is a 2021 game by Dead Toast Entertainment and published by your friends and mine. Nope, they're just people we've heard of before. Devolver Digital. <laughs> it is available in the Apple App Store right now for three ninety nine. Sam, can I read you the Apple Application Store description? Please do. Peel away. <laughs> They kidnapped his wife and kids and left him for dead. But it's going to take more than two... Oh, boy. It's going to take more than that to split this bananas family. Mark, mark. Help your friend Pedro. I'm surprised they didn't have, like, foster kids. Like, banana foster kids. Is that a a thing? Is that a joke in there? Uh, Maybe they get to that later. Let's see. Help your friend Pedro serve some ice-cold revenge in a sprinkle of bullets on top. With a sprinkle of bullets on top. My friend Pedro is back in a new mobile adventure game of blood bullets and bananas. There you go, Sam. Flip and fire Mm. your way through 37 action-packed levels on foot, on a motorcycle, and even on a skateboard. Plan your high-caliber choreography for the best scores. And, if your skin is tough enough, test your skills in blood rush mode. This banana is ripe for revenge. Ding, ding. Are you... Well, are you, Sam? <laughs> um, I am ready for this Ripe for Revenge. I was kind of looking forward to this as something, and I mentioned this like last week, where I said, oh, this would be seemingly perfect for my backbone because my backbone has uh, two thumbstick controls for that good console-style gameplay. And for people who don't know what a backbone is and maybe taking Sam literally, Sam, what is a backbone? <laughs> Backbone is an iPhone attachment that allows you to play console-like controls on most or like all of the Apple Arcade games. But one, is this an Apple Arcade game? No, sir. It is not. And two, this game did not support controller. Oh, no. It kind of did, but not in a way where you think um, this game would really function uh, appropriately. So... It real I realize that I've I have played the console version of my friend Pedro before. And in that version, it's more like a twin stick shooter where each thumbstick controls an arm. Uh so you can point it at the direction of you know, if you're making a jump and there are lots of like sort of like these horizontal side flips that you do, you point your guns appropriately. So like your left hand could be pointing to someone on the left and then your right hand could be pointing someone on the right and then you shoot and so you're all like this matrix bullet style motion of doing jumps and leaps not getting hit by bullets yourself but 
putting a lot of bullets in other people. This game is a little different. This game is definitely have been rejiggered for the console. I mean, for for the phones. Yeah. Um. And so, yeah, like the movement. Can you do you want to explain the movement a little bit? Well, let me try and explain the overall game, and then maybe we'll get into the movements. That that sounds like a great idea. My friend Pedro is it's a platformer, but with the focus on the violence and the shooting. So. Uh, you can move, jump, uh, as you would in a normal platformer. However, when you become in range of the bad guys, who I think in this version are kind of like, hey, I'm a 50s gangster, she. That's the mm-hmm. voice to make. Cute henchman. Uh, suddenly you go into, as you say, kind of bullet time. Time slows down. You get a little counter to see when they're going to shoot at you. Uh, and uh, you have to shoot them before they shoot you kind of yes that probably doesn't need to go without saying uh so the tricky part is though that there can be more than one hench man or hench person mm. uh within range at any one time so you need to uh keep your wits about you and be prepared to attack um really at a moment's notice uh during this game it is one of those things where it kind of feels like a cross between a platformer action and kind of a puzzle game. The puzzle mm, being that yeah. there probably is an optimal way for you to like traverse yourself right. through these levels. So a level is going to be like um, a bunch of platforms that your person has to go through. But as you're doing it, you have to jump in certain ways uh, for you to crash through windows uh, and shoot the appropriate people. And you're kind of rated on a three-star system. Surprising. Oh, let's get to that. Um, and <laughs> the the more sort of combos you land by stringing your shots together without getting hit uh, will allow you to get higher points, thereby giving you more stars uh, at the end of the level. Right. Yeah. And like speed matters because like once you build up your combos, there is a little ticker in which the combo goes away and you have to try and shoot people before that combo goes away. Oh, which I makes feelings it, about that. Yeah. It's pretty, <laughs> it gives you too. feelings of anxiety and rush and sort of, Oh, I've messed up. Let me start over again. Um, but at the same time, like interesting in that the more times that you play a level, the better you will be at, at stringing these combos together. Yes. High replayability. The controls, as you uh, as you mentioned, so not not a D pad, more of a drag and aim kind of system, almost like a catapult, right. or almost like you would aim yeah. in golf uh, in uh, mm. any number of the golf games we have played in the past. Uh, so your left hand is the sort of catapult slash golf controller uh, with the di- aim, so the uh, yeah, angle and distance. Uh, and then your right hand is tippy-tappy, ready to tap on enemies and shoot them as they appear on screen. Right. How did you get on with the controls? So, I didn't love them. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the catapult system was really confusing for my brain initially. Because it is kind of like a slingshot where you have to pull in the opposite direction for your person to like move the opposing way. And depending on how far you extend your... Uh, you know, from the original point uh, that you're stretching it from depends on how far that person will jump. But then there's also some like slidey movements, which 
was kind of tricky because I believe you have to swipe it towards the direction that you're sliding, you're rolling to. Or correct me if I'm wrong. It's like you just have to sort of like slingshot, but it's different because you're, you're kind of sliding it. Yeah, it's like a horizontal slide, right? And so that really sort of broke my brain initially. Um, but then it helped when I moved it over to, rather than it being like an opposing slingshot, it's more like you point towards the direction that you want to jump. So there's a setting there where you can like invert it, mm-hmm. where you simply have to point it to the direction and let go. Um, so that really helped. But then, you know, the other aspect was the tippy-tappy part. Because as you're jumping through these levels, you know, a person can be on the left side and a person can be on the right side. And so while one finger could have been like really calm and on the phone, the other finger was like all over the place and sort of making sure that you're tapping on the right places. And that turned out to be pretty exhausting, especially for like a mobile game. Um, so where I see like, there could have been a lot of benefits from it keeping it or having an option to like keep it to the original system where maybe the left side was a more of a point and shoot system mm-hmm. as well rather than a tippy-tappy. But there it is. Those are the controls that have been given to us by the gods over at Burnt Toast. Did you then, but did you use your left hand sometimes to tap on the, if there were, if there were hench people on the left side of the screen? Yeah, but it'd be like this awkward, I'd do the claw thing where my thumb would still be in position of the jumpies, but then my finger, my my index finger would be at the ready at the screen on that side. And yeah, I can't move my hand today. I had the exact same experience, Sam. It's funny you mentioned the inverted controls because that is exactly what I did. I played a few games and I was like, oh, I sort of get it. Like the jumping works using the standard catapult method, but mm-hmm. when you need to just run along the floor or roll along the floor, then suddenly that just doesn't... It broke your brain. It not becomes yeah. intuitive at all, yeah. So I did. I also found that invert controls in the settings menu, which I duly did, and it felt mostly better. It's still... Uh, yeah, I still maybe got a slightly... It didn't feel super smooth yet, uh, but... Yeah, definitely a lot better than the sort of catapult. But I'd certainly encourage people to experiment to see which one works best for them. Yeah, the tapping and the shooting, I think it was okay. I'm not going to say it's my favorite mechanism, but um, the that combo countdown really sucked a lot of enjoyment out of the game. I would like an option for just remove the combo countdown <laughs> or something like right. that. Or could you have kind of to your point like the most effective way through like you should get you could maybe play on a you could either have like a speed run or a effective run maybe right whereby if you're totally. just doing like effectivities it's more like what's the shortest route i can take or the fewest moves uh, and i can really be a bit more slower and strategize about it kind of what i loved about steam world heist game of the year 2019 um <laughs> and that was just kind of missing here because now if i'm just like oh stop and think about it oh my god, there's like a timer thing and there's like 2x, mm. blah, 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 1x, blah, blah. And you're just like, right. oh, that's not, that's not fun. I feel bad. Yeah, so there's like this, this camp of games where like the more combos you do, the better at it and it makes you feel sort of good, right? Mm-hmm. And um, it kind of just stresses me out. Like it makes me feel yes. like I have, to, I have to go back and play it over again. And that's not a good feeling. Like the things that I really respect and like about games these days are the games that 
really um, value your time, right? So if there's a story, let's get right to the story. Mm. If there's something that you have to do, let's get right to it so you can do it and make you feel great, right? I don't think it's necessarily taking shortcuts. It's just making it the most effective. Um, And this game, when it did that combo system, it just felt like it was dragging it out. I almost feel like games these days should try and give you an option. Games these days. Of if you pass it, you pass. Great. But don't make the default feeling be like, oh, I need to get three stars. Right? Like, make that an option for completionists. The, the Sams of this world. Right. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah, overall, like, there is a little bit of story that happens. Mm-hmm. But even that, I think. Through a floating, talking banana. Exactly. Um, I remember, like, in the original game, it's you're kind of like you don't know if you're sane or not right and so the fact that a banana is talking to you is kind of you're you're questioning it and you're question questioning it. your whole purpose on why you're killing so many people right like i remember that aspect game. of the game yeah yeah but it kind of loses that flavor when it's this mobile cutie version right and so i yeah. wish there was a little bit more there to drive that across because one i don't think the the amount of time that you spend on a console or like a computer game um is going to equal to that when you spend on a mobile game so like i almost wanted like more beats for me to be intrigued in the story just a little bit more on like why i'm doing this a little bit sooner yeah that is fair sam should we get to the uh, three by threes Three frozen bananas yes. and three rotten bananas. <laughs> three overripe bananas. Overripe bananas are like the worst, unless you're uh, making banana bread. Right. Ooh, quick tip of the day. Uh, if you do have overripe bananas uh, and it's the middle of the week and you don't have a chance to make banana pancakes or banana bread, uh, simply put them in the freezer. Mm, uh, and then that, that will, that'll get you through for the next week or two until you have time to deal with them properly rather than throwing them away. Right. That is a good point. Edwin's weekly food tip. Sam, (laughs) over to you. All right. My question is, would you rather have an overly ripe banana or Uh a underripe banana? (laughs) I would, I think I would go underripe. To eat then and there? I think so. Because I Mm. really don't like overripe. I really don't like that. They just that get well, thing that leaves on your teeth when it's underripe. Mm, you know, it's yeah. like that pottery right. feeling. Oh, yeah, yeah. But then overripe is like mushy. This little banana string is gets everywhere, and you can't right. peel it off. And it's and it kind I of mean, tastes choose... alcoholic because there's some fermentation <laughs> right. going on. <laughs> right? Can I just say neither is that an option? I'll just eat no bananas. <laughs> right. Yeah, you do have options. You can just freeze it or you can leave it to ripen, which is great. Or maybe uh, use it in a smoothie. Yeah, underripe bananas and smoothies is totally fine. Anyway, to the three by threes. Um, I'll go first. Uh, the graphics are great. The graphics oh. and the sound, and I think the implementation is really great for what it's doing. I think the, the shift over to a cutie style, to a more chibi style is actually really good and it fits um you know it fills in uh, all the capabilities of the game really nicely like if you want an implementation of this on your mobile phone rather than it really taxing your phone and potential like slowdowns and stuff like that like i think this is great 
Yep, I will say that music to begin with on that opening level. Ooh, that got me. That got me foot tapping. <laughs> There's no one. Oh, uh, but yeah, I was like, ooh, okay, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I then turned it off so you listen to podcasts. But to begin with, that was uh, yeah, a little pop in tune. The second point, um, I think the the action is actually pretty good. Like if you're looking for an action based game um, to to sort of get a sense of like something where it takes quick dexterity and you know pretty satisfying gameplay of like shooting people uh without being overly violent like i think this one does it pretty well where like that balance of movement and kind of you know that puzzly feeling and tapping to shoot is really satisfying um and we'll get to like why i didn't like some aspects of it but yeah overall like i think it is a pretty satisfying experience yeah, agreed. When you uh, when you pull off a little a nice move, uh, yeah, it definitely gets you're like, ooh, okay, yeah, that feels good. Uh, if you ignore your rapidly depleting combo bonus, I think I would also say like it's surprisingly. I guess when I started playing, I was like, oh, this is easy because you're like, oh, it just becomes slow motion, and I tap and shoot the the bad the bad folk. Uh, but actually, it kind of ramps up in quite a nice way in terms of the difficulty because suddenly you're like, oh, I have two people I need to uh, deal with and then three and then, oh, three. But then there's also barbed wire, which can will take away my health if I jump here. Um, yeah, it becomes uh, a pretty fun... I like the sort of puzzle element of where can I go and what will that mean and how can I prepare to to fire um, and attack the the bad people. Yeah, I think my third point is... There's quite a lot to do in this game. It's a it's it's a full featured game where, yep. um, you know, there's going to be different, vastly different levels. I think there are some bosses, right, to get to the next part, um, and there is a completion, right. So like you can get a pretty complete experience from this game. But yeah, like I'll get to parts of the reasons why I didn't like it later. But yeah, if you want a full sort of handheld experience of my friend Pedro, this is a great place to start. Onto the rotten bananas. Uh, it's pretty vi- it is pretty violent. Like I know it's cartoony, but um, I don't know. Especially when you get murked, it's been like, oh, oh boy. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> that is quite violent. Uh, maybe in a way I wasn't expecting uh, with the the title and the uh, talking uh, anamorphic banana. Uh, but yeah, just be prepared. I think you can maybe turn down the blood and gore settings. Uh, so that option is available to you but yeah it is pretty violent and i was surprised if you're expecting like a twin stick shooter type game this is not the one like i feel like they should have an option for that because that's what the original pedro was more like but because this isn't it's kind of makes it a completely different game and yet not so while the story might be there of my friend pedro like the gameplay is going to be pretty different uh, let's talk about those countdown timers. The, uh, yeah, I don't know. I wish I could play it in a. I mean, I guess I can. I can just ignore that. I don't need to. Right. I don't need. To, I don't need the stars. That's fine. Um, I can just focus on the strategy and getting through the level unscathed. Um, yeah, I just wish there was a way to opt out or maybe make it optional or some levels use this sort of timer thing but yeah it has add stress in a way that i didn't find pleasing right i wish there was a no countdown so like if you look at the options there's like a game mode thing 
There's a blood rush mode, which mm. I'm not sure what that is, but there's also like you can either choose blood rush or regular. And I wish there was just like a casual mode, right? Where it didn't really focus on the score that you were getting and you can just like go through it. Um, but yeah, I think that would be like a nitpick for me. Uh, one of the major things negative for me was like the story beats. Like they have this really nice, you know, system of going through each level and there's an opportunity in the beginning. And every once in a while, like the Ben Adda does say something like towards the early missions, but it, there could totally be more of it where you just give little glimpses of like why you're doing this or like why this is your life. And I think it would have added so much more um, impetus for me to actually play on. Yeah. Agreed. Sam, what is your final seven day rating for my pen, my friend Pedro, colon, my friend Pedro. going bananas. Four bananas out of seven bananas. Hmm. That is my rating. Or four days out of seven. A banana a day. <laughs> that that feels about right for me too. I think I I was pretty excited when I started. Uh, but then I think with the persnickety controls uh, and then the continuous background stress of the uh, combo countdown timer, uh, yeah, I sort of got... I did, perhaps didn't follow through and play as much as I was expecting. So yeah, four day. I would certainly recommend checking it out, though. It is a nicely made game if you have played i think maybe if you, if you haven't played the the previous pedro game maybe that's actually an advantage for you right. um but yeah check it out now available in the apple app store for 2.99 i would say it's a really well-crafted game despite all of the stuff that we talked about it so if you're looking for a solid game uh action game to play my friend pedro is one to one to check out well sam it falls now to you to select the game yes. for our next seven days and yes, sir. What do you what in what do you have? What do you got? Oh, I have a feeling that you might be excited about my choice this time, Edwin. I always um, get nervous when you say that because it, we're going back into Apple Arcade because they have released a whole suite of new games, and oh, how sweet it is! Almost definitely have an Apple Arcade subscription. Let's find Edwin. out, Edwin. You have seven days to play Master Chef: Let's cook. <laughs> Oh boy. Okay, great. Right off the bat, it has things that I like. I see a pizza being cooked. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a portrait game. Uh, it, yeah, and has MasterChef people in it with the MasterChef logo. This is an official MasterChef sanctioned game. And the tagline mm-hmm. Win with your top chef skills. Sure, it'd be your MasterChef skills. I mean, Top Chef. Right. Top Chef is a different that's franchise, my, right? That's my preferred franchise, yeah. Now, we should say for <laughs> international listeners, this is the American MasterChef, not the British MasterChef, without Greg and John. I think they're, they're the people on the British MasterChef. I see. Okay. And that is our show. Come back in seven days and you see how we get on with MasterChef colon, let us cook. Uh, if you have any game suggestions, you can tweet us uh, at 7 Days to Play. And find us uh, wherever you listen to your podcast at 7 Days to Play. 7 Days to Play. 7 Days to Play.